a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy to me best mate Ham. Ahoy to my very best mate Andy. Ahoy to me best acquaintance Jacko. <laughs> Hello best acquaintances. Hello hobby friend. <laughs> <laughs> Would you prefer to be the best the... acquaintance or just a regular friend? Yeah. Probably regular friend. You'd rather be bottom of a bottom of an of an honorable ladder than top of a fake one. <laughs> so worst friend. Is that that's the, what oh, I mean? Like least, yeah. least. That's interesting. So basically, so you still we prefer to be. Bearing in mind, it's it's sort of like it's like being nominated for an Oscar. It's great to just be on the list. Yeah. Yes. So you not you might not win, or would you rather? Mm. Yeah, win a Logie. Yeah. <laughs> it's Good like, question. No, I think that's your acquaintance list. I think I would go for the Oscar friend because in conversation you can sort of gloss over that you're the worst or you were nominated for yeah, the worst true. category, yeah, like Oscar nominated. Yes. I'm a friend of Andy's. I suppose it's like, are you playing in the Premier League? Yeah. Or are you uh, uh, down the bottom? In soccer. In soccer. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, or are you happy being in the division below but being absolutely brilliant? Okay. Well, since we're playing the analogy game, <laughs> yeah. what about this? It's like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm the worst hmm. Smeg appliance. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I'm the best Pal Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now your turn, Jack. I think I would rather be the, in that or the worst Smeg. Because then yeah, again, course. you just you're say, a Smeg. Yeah, you're, That's you're like being the worst Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Or, yeah. or would you rather be the worst um, Makita? No, <laughs> I, I'd prefer to be a VW Tig one. <laughs> uh, hey, a lot of, lot of, yeah, yeah, that's my, my dad's car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the Touareg. Extremely hard to get. <laughs> uh, we've covered this on the show anyway. many, many times. But, so, but however, you know how I said I saw three Tiguans in a row? Yeah, it wouldn't have been. I've had another, someone someone contacted us on emails, yeah. came to my side of the fence, another triple Tiguan sighting. No. Well, I, I told Dad about this and he was like, no, I don't. Uh, he said, I didn't believe the first one and I certainly don't. He goes, they've just heard you say that. Now everyone's pretending that they've seen Tiguan convoys. But I saw Dad, I saw a Tiguan convoy with my own eyes. So I know I've seen one before and I, I did question the authenticity of the other Tiguan. We've also got to say ahoy to Amy in yep. Dubbo who uh, uploaded on the very easy system at hamishnetty.com what she's up to today. Hey, Hamish, Andy and Jack. It's Amy here from Dubbo in New South Wales. I just wanted to let you know that I was just listening to the podcast and I was holding it above my pregnant belly and my baby just started kicking along to the podcast when you were having a chat. I thought it was really cool because the other day I started playing music to the baby and it showed no interest. So it must be an early little VIP podcaster here coming in June. See you later. Oh, that is beautiful. Well, when when the baby's born, Mm. and it's a, you know, it's a fun thing when you have your first kid, it's a bit of a tradition that you um, set them up a listener app profile <laughs> and, you, and you, in, you input the preferences of what they like. Do they like sport? Do yeah, they like yeah. more comedy podcasts? So what a fun moment that'll be when you put down just chat as the preferences <laughs> on the listener app. Hey, um, before we get into what we're wearing, everybody, it's been a lot. Yes, I mean, I, I attempted the segue before with the alley-oop yeah. where they hint Makita, buzzword Makita. <laughs> um, we have... Big brands have been coming at this show willy-nilly, right? Um, obviously, we love the sponsor. Thank you very much. That's a uh, given. They, they're the main people. You get your special spot. Yeah, you get your special spot. But Canadian Club reached out to the three of us. Yep. We were, I remember I told the story about them having teething issues mm-hmm. at the Australian Open yep. um, Tennis. The Canadian Club hut um, yep. did, was not accepting the loyalty card. 
they said, uh, ahoy, Hamish Andy number six. Yep. We're very disappointed to hear that there were teething problems with the Lordy Cat at the AO bar earlier this year. We do apologize for this and we're looking into it. Is that so, that's all? Yeah, no, they well, said. Didn't, didn't we at the time suspect it was Canadian management giving the wrong <laughs> yeah, directive to the Australian, <laughs> yeah. to, the, to the hut? Yeah, managers. it would have been a lost in translation, even though we speak the same language, but just, you know, a cultural difference that yeah. they haven't really caught up with. We'd, uh, we would have tried to upload this apology on the, as an audio file, but uh, we're very busy people, and they thought that creating the artwork, proofreading it, sending it to print, printing this, because it's a nice letter they sent, delivering it to be packed with some merch for you, and then delivering that back to Melbourne from Sydney was going to be quicker than trying to upload any audio, Spot which on. is You'd unfair. You'd still be 13%. <laughs> You'd be scanning through the files, folders, open the window. Yeah, anyway, enjoy the pack, uh, and, and again, Sincerest apologies for teething issues. Yours with gusto, the, the Canadian <laughs> club team. Well, um, we thanks, give, Canadian club. We acknowledge, uh, we acknowledge their knowledge of the show, and they've mm. certainly come around. It's you know what it smells a bit like a new CEO at Canadian club. Someone's come in, heard about the teething issues, used it as the moment to out the old CEO yep. because they've lost Someone touch. They've lost tried. touch, yep. and now looks like they've got the right people on board mm. at the top level. Doesn't automatically mean we will just start. You know, sipping CCs and no, wearing no, the jumper. No, no, and not that easily bought. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> I tell you who has bought us quite easily. Yes. <laughs> Welcome aboard to our new jumper sponsor, Makita, specifically yes. the XGT range, yes. which I assume is the battery. Is it? I don't well, know. I don't know. We we seem to all be wearing XGT <laughs> branded yes. jumpers. I give us two weeks in these. I and I mean, here's, here's what we, we warned Makita. We said, look, you send us. We actually actually we two parts of this. We demanded from Makita free tools. Yeah. Which they have followed through. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. a tick there. And yeah. we they have also then, I think they took it upon themselves to go, and what about we give you jumpers? Yes. Now, they're not traditionally known as a tracksuit company, and you can see why. Mm-hmm. A little tight around the shoulders, tight around the forearms, I think we're all finding. But I think... I Andy, would... Andy thinks that it's a tight forearm jumper because tradies like to roll their sleeves up to keep them away from danger. Yes. Because you don't want a baggy sleeve getting caught in your circular drop saw or something. You certainly don't. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you don't want this much pressure, I wouldn't think, on your forearm that would be a nuisance all day long <laughs> on the work site, which could drop productivity in other areas yes. on well, the work site. Anyway, we promised we didn't say we're going to wear them um, like critic, crit, critique free. Yeah. Just saying they're not an outstanding jumper, but we it's nice to be back in something apart from white t-shirt. <laughs> warm enough though, aren't they? Too warm. I'm, I'm not a big fan of it. I've got to say it smells <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> And like I said, have you put your order in yet for tools? <laughs> no. Well, oh, I said, oh, 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 silly oh, boy, see, silly boy. See, Learn from the best, my friend Andy and Hamish over here. They've put their order in. Now they're going to town on the jumpers. They can't take the tools back. <laughs> I said last time we talked about Bikita that I'm on a Dewalt battery system. <laughs> I haven't heard from Dewalt yet, but I'm. I'm oh, if they sent some kind of yellow hoodie, again. I would wear it this on the show. The, <laughs> this is the P. You can't. You can't have multiple sponsors in the same category, Jack. We keep telling you've got to pick a sponsor. The Makita top for me is just a placeholder until if DeWalt was going to send a, a cool God, yellow. You run hoodie. a complicated sponsorship <laughs> yeah. division over at your company. Yeah. You've got three peanut butter sponsors. You're trying to keep all the balls in the air. So you're playing for a crappy team in the hope that you get selected for a better one and trade it. Is that what you're thinking? That's right. Because And you got to admit, the they're not a great hoodie, even though Makita might be a great hoodie. I think the hoodie's hoodie. fine. No, I don't, I don't and mind and in my just... analogy, I'm going to apologise, Makita, because I said they're a crappy team. They're not. Yeah. They're great. No, and then we love Makita as a tool team. I'm yeah. just saying they would put their hand up and go, yeah, look, we're not parlaying into oh, men's fashion. Yeah. It just happens to be something we also make for fun. To be honest, it, it tells me that they're but allocating they're, yeah. their energy in the right areas. Yeah. If they came in with a <laughs> jumper true. too good, That's I'd true. go... <laughs> 
This now smells I'm a beginning bit to wonder. <laughs> now I'm beginning to wonder if it's too easy for you over there at Lugina. <laughs> yeah. What else could you be making? Yeah, exactly. What, what it says to me is someone's coming. We've got to get on the jumpers. I'm like, no, we're perfecting tools. We're tool people. We're, tool, we're doing the tools. Well, can we allocate a bit of time to jumpers from? Like, no. Yeah. And you let's know, get, uh, let's get the tools right. Also, also. Um, if for anyone that has a tool, um, yeah. especially Makita, are wonderful at this. Yeah. That has either a pouch or a container. Mm. It just it, all all a, all a tool covering does is just covers the tool. Mm. That's all it has to do. It doesn't yeah. have to be a wonderful fit. Yeah. It just has to be a pouch that's good enough for yeah. that power ratchet or whatever, or, yes. or a box that just loosely fits the drill. And that's what these jumpers are. Cool. They've they've obviously gone to the tool designers. <laughs> Imagine the human torso was a tool. Build a case for it. Right, <laughs> a soft slip on case. <laughs> They don't have to, it doesn't have to be the best jumper in the world. It's just a soft slip-on case for your torso, and that's what they've done, Endo. So to me it says, to your point, absolutely the right right people in there, the right designers. But wouldn't you actually see... Here we go, Mr. DeWalt. <laughs> no, no. Mr. DeWalt's I, have, I, have, I haven't issue. heard anything from DeWalt, so I've got and no... you won't. You won't. <laughs> but wouldn't you get a tool, say the power ratchet or, or whatever it is, and if the bag didn't fit properly over it, you go, well, they're cutting corners here. Where else are they cutting corners? No, not, uh, no I'd again be I'd be happy because you don't buy the tool for the bag. It's, no, but you like, to see, you like to see a snug fit. you like to see excellence. I'm not saying it doesn't fit over us. I'm just saying it's not designed designed as its main feature. That would worry me. I would be worried if I was buying tools only for the correct fit of the bag. <laughs> now, can I just say, Jack, oh, hang on. All right, well, I've had, I've had a slight peanut butter update. One of you, yeah. I'm not going to name the brand oh, yeah. because I don't want to keep giving you the... 99 link. Monkeys. No, one of your other peanut oh, butter Mavis. sponsors. Yeah my, yeah, my secondary sponsor. I've had an, a very well-known, beloved ex-bachelor, Sam Wood, yeah. mm-hmm. contact me going, Does, would Jack like... Some help with Mavers. He's an ambassador for Mavers. He's he's, he's a, doing his he's job. He's a real one that gets paid money for it. <laughs> yeah. You just do it for no reason. Occasionally get a two dollar ninety nine tub of butter. You're doing a cheap breakfast, <laughs> okay. right? So he's doing his job. He's yeah. out there. My question to you is, who have you contacted offering them Mavers support? No, well, wouldn't I say? Wouldn't you say this? Sam Wood is getting paid for what he's doing. We don't so, know what his exact deal is. No, but he's, but a you, good you, bo- he's a good operator. You assume he's getting paid for it. Yeah, so I you're like, oh yeah, he he's. Doing that because he's getting paid. Maybe what do they get out of you? (laughs) Well, I I like I like the product, and I'm only here for the product. (laughs) (laughs) So they go. That must be legitimate because he likes Mavis. He likes Ninety Nine Monkeys. He doesn't like Mavis enough to be the solo peanut butter sponsor. No, well, I'm not getting paid, so I'm just going to say the peanut butters that I like. And if they keep sending peanut butter, in in your ideal world, Jack, do you walk around the supermarket and next to all the products, there's a representative from the company? And so, and the price, you're like, well, I'm obviously not paying for the product, but what will you pay me to mm. consume this product? Well, we'll give you Vegemite for free. Really? Because Marmite are going to pay me a dollar. <laughs> How can you match it? I do eat a lot of Vegemite, so I would be interested in something like that. Do you think you can say you're sponsored by something when you're not being paid to represent the company or even haven't even really been asked to? <laughs> But they did send, what is it when you get sent a free, I'm an influencer, I guess, for peanut butter. Yeah, an yeah. influencer. But I don't think a you can. A confused could... influencer, though, because you won't commit to one brand. Yes. Yeah, but I'm, again, I'm saying I like many peanut butters. Because peanut butter's a bit of, or, like, it's all the same. Oh, here we go. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They'll be wrapped. They'll be wrapped. <laughs> Worst spokesperson. <laughs> Name. It's time for one of these. Not trying to complain, don't want to cause a fuss, but you have been shunned by a Russ. 
Oh. Who knew that this would open such a can of worms? Mm. So many people being shunned by Russells out there. We decided that we're going to potentially open it up to if you've been shunned by anyone, we'll follow it up for you on the podcast. We have we want to re- we want to renege on that. Mm. There's enough people that have had complex Russell issues yeah. that we need to sort out. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, we, it's like going, we're opening up a, well, we planted some corn, but we plan to grow all the vegetables yeah. and then go, oh my God, the, actually, there's too much for us to handle with just the corn. <laughs> we're going back to being just corn farmers. Hey, Jack, uh, uh, alert listener Jack, emailed us in at Um Jack joins us now. Jack, ahoy to you. Ahoy, boys. Ahoy, Rab- Jack. Rather than me read out the situation, yeah. to, to me, this ticked enough boxes to warrant a follow-up to the shunning. What I really need to stress to people that are writing in for Shun by Russell, you must know them. Yeah. They must be friends. Yeah. And you it, have must, to suspect- it must be perplexing why yeah. they are not getting back to you. You have to suspect, as it has the original Shun by Russ, mm. which was Russell Howcroft, we yep. have completely sorted out that shunning. It was an accidental block on the phone. Friendship is burning hot right uh, now. A raging fire of friendship yeah. is now happening. And that's my dream for all people that have been shunned by Russ. But the, the, the segment was born from the feeling of this doesn't add up. Mm. We see each other in person. We're friendly. Mm. You get to the phone. It's ice cold. Mm. Couldn't figure it out. Now, there was a legitimate technological reason of the shunning there. So we figured re- out, and, you, and I hope that we could solve all of the shunnings in the same way. This might be slightly different because I reckon it might be clear why the Russell's being okay. shunned, but it's certainly go for, unfair. Go for it, Jack. Oh, Jack's being shunned by Russell, sorry. So this is, a, this is about a four-year shunning, but he keeps coming back and then re-shunning me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of half exposing a web of lies. Mm-hmm. He... Um, Originally asked if he could borrow my golf clubs. I said, yep, not a problem. Um, go and pick them up at my mum and dad's house because I had left them there because I was renting another place at the time. Yep. He had then taken them and I had genuinely forgotten about him borrowing my clubs until about a year and a half later. And I said, hey, Russell, who which is the guy's name? Sure. <laughs> not, not, not a Rastafa, <laughs> which we would also hey. accept for shunned by a Russ. <laughs> Um, hey Russell, can I borrow those clubs? The friends asked me to come and um, to play a round of uh, a round of golf, hmm. and I didn't hear back from him for for right. two weeks until Sunday. after, suspiciously after that I had already missed uh, the playing golf with him. Hmm. He responded back to me saying, "Oh, I think they're at my mum and dad's. I have to get back to you." Then he never responded back to me again after a couple of follow-ups saying, "Hey, where are the clubs? Where are the clubs?" Right. About six months later, he then responded back to me saying. I think my other friend Cooper has got them. Don't bother contacting him now. He's in hospital. I'll let you know when he gets back to me. Do you know Cooper, Jack? I don't know Cooper. Could be made up, right? Could be made up, correct. Um, So this has been going on on and off, me responding back via Instagram Hmm. um, and messaging and calling. So Russell and I were friends in high school and have remained friends since, about 12 years later. And I, the golf clubs aren't anywhere to be found. And he keeps not responding to my messages. Okay, fascinating shun by Russ. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very good, this is a great case. Am I right in saying here, Jack, that he just two weeks later picks up the conversation as if it's just happened? <laughs> is he one of those guys? Yeah, yes, exactly. It's always a curious thing, isn't it, yeah. where you're like, hey, it's mate, where's those move. golf clubs? <laughs> 14 days go by. G'day, mate. Sorry. Uh, I was just eating a sandwich. Uh, yeah. Uh, not, not sure. Think, think there with Cooper, um, who you don't know and, and doesn't exist. Correct. We probably know why it's he's being shunning, but being shunned, as in Jack's being shunned by yeah. Russ. 
The, the clubs, are, he can't find the clubs. Can't find the clubs. But they're I they're think somewhere we, very inconvenient, he, he, are they? He's lost them or given yeah. them away to someone. So I suppose what we want out of this situation is Russell going, yeah. hey, I've lost them, forgive me. And then relationship can go back to normal footing, I would well, well, say. I guess what we want is some honesty, mm. don't we, um, from the Russell. And mm. this is where I, 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 I love, I mean... I, we all have dreams, Andrew, and I dream that in 10 years' time on the podcast, we're still doing Shunned by Russ, and it's, yeah. and it's harvesting the results that we've had so far with yeah. Russell Howcroft. But the success of Shunned by Russ hinges on the Russ being a great, honest person. Yeah. Now, of course, we got lucky with Russell Howcroft, but let's be honest, that's one of the best Russells in the world. Yes. <laughs> I'm not just saying that because we're in, a, in the middle of a red-hot friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, I'm just saying, I feel you know, we like we should that call, call your Russell now yeah. if he picks up. Yep. You, would you feel comfortable enough just us just diving straight into it? I I would actually okay, just cool. saying, hey, just give me an honest answer. Mm. Where well, are they? Now, one thing we do here is we call him. If he picks up, we say it's Amy Shani, you're on the podcast and you're yep. part of a great segment. Yeah, right. And so, then we'll play him the opener. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you really want the Russell. You want you, you, you want to feel the full glare of the searchlights on him and yeah. him to break down and just be honest. <laughs> okay, uh, good luck. You everybody. don't want a Wrigley Russell trying to get out. Hello, is that Russell? Yes, it is. Go, it's Hamish Nandy here, mate. How are you? I'm good. Yourself, Russell? You are good. You're we just, are terrific, mate. You got nominated for a great new segment. That's why we're calling you out of the blue. Oh yeah, yeah. That sounds um, that sounds concerning. Should I be concerned? No, no, not at all, Russ. I don't know if you listen to the podcast or not, but um, you know, you're on the podcast at the moment. We welcome you. Would you like to know the title of the segment? <laughs> sure thing. Okay, let's do it. Not trying to complain, don't want to cause a fuss, but you have been shunned by a Russ. Oh, <laughs> shunned. <laughs> Shunned by Russell yeah. uh, is the segment you are part of, Russell, as you may have guessed, as I'm sure you're aware of your name, you play the role of Russell. Yep. Now, yeah. Now, the Which... question you may be asking yourself right now is, A, what is Shunned by Russell? And B, and if you've accurately concluded that it's a segment where um, we have an instance of a Russell shunning someone, you might be thinking to yourself, who have Ooh. I shunned? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking, I remember one of you is getting shunned by Russell. Is that yes. not right? That's and right. that was where this came from. Yes, yes. Hamish correct. was being shunned by Russell. It turns out he wasn't. He just accidentally blocked Russell Howcroft's number on his phone. <laughs> and so it was appeared like he was being shunned. The feeling actually, was real, but actually Russell felt like he was being shunned by me. Yes. So and it was a two-way shunning. And that's what's great about this segment. Often it's just a simple misunderstanding that really <laughs> clears everything up. So now, I, my case is being closed to the satisfaction of the listeners. Mm. Your case is open at the moment, Russell. Um, <laughs> Russell, can you think of anyone in your life who might have heard the segment and gone, I think I've been shunned by Russell, a friend, someone that, that has a lot of deep affection for you, mm. but might be confused at some behaviour as to why you're not getting back to him? Oh, it's it's actually. Oh, well, you just gave me a hint. Uh, you said him. Mm. <laughs> shunning a lot of people, say, are we, Russell? <laughs> <laughs> a non-gender binary shunner. <laughs> Too right. I'm glad you specified there. It's someone who you borrowed something from, <laughs> who then feels that they've had a lot of trouble getting back in contact with you to retrieve the thing. 
It's been a long time shunning. Yeah. I'll put it that way. We appreciate the honesty. That's really what we hope for from, um, the, from the shunner. <laughs> so long that you don't remember his name? Or no, you... no, no. It's, it's been recently brought back to the forefront. I call him J-Ho, yeah. but he's otherwise known as Jack Holiday. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. We've got the same. And I'm shunning him over a set of golf clubs, <laughs> no less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yes, matches the file notes that we have as well. <laughs> In our yeah. deposition from J-Ho, that is the, the statement of fact he's put forward. So um, well, we do have J-Ho. Uh, Jack, would you like to say hello, hello to Russ? Hello, Russell. <laughs> 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 Hello there, J-Ho. I, lo- I, love, I love the extent that you've gone to to get these shitty clubs right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Russell's come out on the defence of you, haymakers. It's, Look, Russ, be- unfortunately, Jack felt like he had no other place to turn. That's why we offer this service. <laughs> yes. Okay, look, I've got some great points of defence here because okay. J-Ho's quality level of communication skills has actually turned out to be quite below average. Okay. Okay. Normally it's not a mud slinging fest. It can just be, it can I be. I suppose painted. we're making up as we go along, aren't we? Every Russell. <laughs> but yeah, so you're, you would like to go, oh, you've been trying to reach out, but just you keep missing each other for, okay, for technical I'll, reasons. I'll give you a short and sweet over the past three years of how it's come about. So mm. me, me and J-Ho, we're mates, right? At school we were super tight and we used to hang out a lot. So, mm. I think I was around 21 or 22. I'm turning 28 in like a few weeks, right? Yeah. So three years ago, I get a message and it's like, hey, mate, um, can I get those golf clubs back off you? And I was like, yeah, yeah, they're, they're in my parents' garage. And he's like, cool, sounds good, sounds good. And at the time, I didn't have a car, so I couldn't just drive them over and drop them off. So I was like, oh, I'll leave them out in the driveway. And then um, my parents moved house, didn't hear anything back from J-Ho about it. And then a year later, around the same time, actually, he must have like a mate's annual golf get together <laughs> and play and play golf no other day of the well, year. Let's stick to the facts here, Russell. Keep conjecture yeah. out of okay. it. Okay, yeah. So, so I get another message hey, about a year later. Hey, mate, can I grab those golf clubs off you? I'm like, I thought we sorted this out. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. So I, so I call mum and dad at the new place. I'm like, hey, are those golf clubs still down in the garage? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll have a look. So we go to sort it out and then nothing happens again. And I tried to hear from him again for another year. Oh, right. So hang on, did your mum and dad get back to you and go, yeah, we have a visual in the clubs or were you shunned by a mum or shunned by a dad there? Yeah, so no, it, I was I was shunned by J-Ho. They had initially found them in the most recent attempts to source them. They are unfindable. So right. okay, okay. That, so and that's, what, this we're, is what the we're third look- year. This is third year. Okay, what we're looking at is some lost golf clubs. Mm. Um <laughs> But we're also looking at a Russell that, by his own admission, has been shunning someone yep. to not admit that they're lost. Is that fair, uh, Russ? I, I can, I'll give you the reasoning, though. Hmm. So I, <laughs> this is actually a, a, a tit for tat on the shun front, right? Okay. So I was like, okay, let me look back through my correspondence with my sister and my mum and dad over the past couple of years around that date to try and figure out what had happened. Right. And then I looked back through my history with Jack in messages trying to figure out what had happened. And I realized that there had been a bunch of times when I'd bumped into J-Ho and we'd said, oh, let's link up for a coffee. And then I'd messaged him and then he'd never replied. Oh. And I just thought to myself. I'll sell his golf club. <laughs> <laughs> 
this guy doesn't deserve golf clubs. <laughs> He's been shunning me for like the whole time I've been shunning him. And this can like, happen. You know okay, this is exactly, for a second this is exactly what happens because you escalate <laughs> the shunning and you can start thinking unfair things about the other Russell, party. Russell thought you were shunning him as well, Ham, and it turns out you were, but accidentally. Yep. Jack, how do you respond to the lack of linking up with Russell? I will say that he's probably correct in a couple of times that <laughs> I haven't caught that's agreed to catching up with him. Yeah. yeah. Um, admittedly, my own fault. So um, This is great. This is exactly yeah, what this is what happened Russell's on Chandler, Russell. You, you, guys, you guys come out guns drawn, mm. and then in the, just before the gunfight happens, you go, oh, you Smith & Wesson guy? Yeah, I love Smith & Wesson. Yeah, yeah, so you, suddenly you're best friends, and you were about to have a gunfight. You're bonding over your love of the firearm you chose to take to the battle. So this is this is what Shunned by Russ is all about. Yeah. It actually uncovers mm. a friendship that wasn't dying, mm. that's ready to be raging hot again yeah. like Blake Howcroft, <laughs> <laughs> ready to rage. Mm. Um, Have the golf clubs just vanished? Did you sell them? On, Did mate. you just go, have they been thrown out? Someone's taken Well, them. yeah, look, it, even my mum's clubs are better. So I think they were just looking at these things, taking up space in their garage, yeah. and they were like... Let's give him to some kid that doesn't have golf clubs that no, they plays didn't. all the time. <laughs> you just, <you've> just introduced <laughs> a charity angle to it. <laughs> yeah. Probably better used by someone. So, Jack, are you happy to let the clubs go if, if it can return the friendship? I will let the clubs go hmm. if, if Russell maybe buys me a couple of beers to say sorry and back up. How do we feel about that, Russ? Yeah, well, well, that entails us having to link up, J-Ho, so the connection's back on your ass. <laughs> I was thinking, well... Should point out, yeah, um, you know, he has struggled to be getting contact with you. Look, we've done all we can. We have. You've got, you can link up now if you want your free beers, and there's a little bit of incentive to do so. Exactly Guys, right. thanks very much for closing this case. I cannot believe we've ended up with another Russ and Shani coming back together. <laughs> Wonderful. Let's do another one soon. <laughs> Hey, a triumphant return of this segment after last week. Complete a man on trial was, was absolved of all oh, allegations, I yep. suppose. All suspicions yep. dropped against Pino. <laughs> I saw him with my own two eyes, two eyes in the flesh. Mm. Not only is he Italian, he's an incredible man. Mm. Pino, of course, from Zio Pino's in Sydney. Mm. The number one destination for not just pizza, I noticed in yep. there, but it's a full restaurant. Is this the first time we're playing it this year? I think it is. Because I think we, we went to play it, and before we could go to play it, the, the case was bought mm. against Pino. So Jack is the first person that's going to play it this year. Hit us up at com saying he wanted a, a chance at the pizza title. Jack, ahoy to you. Ahoy, boys. Happy birthday, Andy. No need. Good on you, Jacko. Now, Jack, you are the first person playing under the new hat system yes. of Pizza Lotto. Did you know about the hats? I, I did. I, I'm I'm very excited. It was. I must admit, it was a huge incentive. Okay, so can I? You've got yourself a hat just by being on the phone yeah. and being selected as today's participant. You already have a Pizza Lotto participant hat mm. that is black and white. Yeah, cheap. Cheap. If you the quality's fine, but the mm. printing is obviously cheap. Mm. Should you win, mm. you will get the three color red mm. color printed, three color printed, mm. yellow, red, and um, black. Mm. You will get the three color printed red winner's hat. Yes. Pizza Lotto winner is the obviously the, the the font. I think it has a bit text. of rope across 
that, that separates the peak and... I did not hold back. <laughs> and was, the main yep. crown of the hat. That's right, like an um, admiral's... <laughs> it, it's sounding very nice. It's, uh, you it want is it. A very you want nice. Um, hey, mate, you would have followed the uh, Pino's, uh, uh, I suppose, accent saga. Um, great, to know, great to know that he's obviously... He's all clear. All clear now. Um, so we're ready to play. Uh, have you got something in mind that you're going to pick as a pizza? Don't tell us. Or are you just going to? Oh, are you, you going to no, take? No, look, I I feel like that the key to to pizza lotto is is sort of asking yourself what sort of pe- sort of pizza people would order today. Yep. So mm. I feel like I want to consider a few variables before I make my decision. And um, also, it's important to read the vibe of, of the restaurant and Pino himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. let's let's give Pino a buzz. Hello, it's your Pino. Pino. Oh, is it Pino? Hello. It's. It's Hamish and Andy here. Is that Pino? Sorry? Oh, it's, can we speak to Pino, please? Oh, yes, yes. Do you want to speak with you? Oh, gosh. Well, we had it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hello? Hey, Pino, Pino. it's Hamish and Andy. How are you going? Hey, how are you, my friend? Hey, 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 hey how are you going? Hey. <laughs> now, Pino, quick question um, yes. as a follow-up to last week. When Hamish um, revealed himself as when he took the wig off. Remember when I took the wig off, Pino? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you know who he was or were you just excited to see a man change haircuts? Oh. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I don't did- know. You didn't know who he was. Nah. No. No. But now yeah, we do. Now, now we're very we good friends. Pino and I. We had. I had a pizza there. Mm. With yeah, delicious, yeah, yeah. delicious pizza. Pino. Yeah, it was very good. Very good to see then. Yes. Uh, so Pino, we've yeah. got we've got Jack standing by. He wants to play Pizza Lotto. If you're still up for playing it. Yeah, yeah. Jack, say yeah. hello to uh, Pino. Hi, Pino. Hey, how you going? And let's right. I'm very well. I'm I'm great. Okay. okay. Hey. Good. Good. That's good. good. Let's get let's into hear it. the music. <laughs> When you're having a try to guess the pizza pie, that's a lotto. Pizza lotto. Okay, here we go. For the first time in 2021, Pino, the first question we have for you is, without telling us the type of pizza, is there a pizza in the oven? Yes. A few pizza in the oven. Okay. Okay. Pino. Okay, uh, the next... Jack. Sorry, Jack, we need you to tell us what is the next pizza to be ready coming out of the oven. Am, am I allowed to ask uh, Pino a couple of questions about no. the... Uh, the... <laughs> oh, yes, Pino says yes. Okay, you can have one question. Oh, one question. Okay, w- w- Pino, what's the weather like outside? Uh, it's a little bit hot. A little mm. bit hot. A little bit hot. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, ice, ice cream pizza. Jack, what do you think? 25 degrees here. 25 degrees. 25 degrees. That sounds very pleasant. Okay. Jack, what's your guess for the next pizza coming out of the oven? uh, I'm going to go with margarita. Margarita, yeah, you okay? He's got got another few few in. What's the next one out? What's the next one to be ready, Pino? Margarita is okay. And the next one, huh? Yeah, but what is the next What's one the coming next out? What's the next pizza coming out? The yeah, meat lava. Oh. Meat lava. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so close. A tease. <laughs> so close. So there is a margarita. There, there is a margarita in, in there, there, Pino. It's just not next out. Oh. Uh, well, you always know that one, huh? Oh, well. So close. So close. That's uh, the fun of the game. Thank you very much, Pino. No problem. Cheers. Well done, Jack. Thank you soon, my nice friend. Nice to hear you again. Thank you. Thank you. 
AIM special skill time. Uh, it was Harry who wrote in as yeah. a very important podcaster saying his special skill, he can discern what a type of pie it is, the brand of pie from taste and texture alone, any supermarket pie. We've been down a familiar, a similar path, mm. uh, same woods, different path. Yes. Um, same Sims. forest, of same flavour forest, <laughs> different path. We've traipsed down before with Dim Sims, mm. but never a pie. And this got our attention because we just thought, look, mm. when you take visual aid out of a pie, yep. it, it, that is impressive if he can select from one of the, the commonly available mm. supermarket brands. And so we booked the most important boardroom, the biggest boardroom this company has. <laughs> We did. And Harry flew down on the cheapest flight. To eat the cheapest pies. <laughs> Harry is coming in to guess a pie. They'll be perfectly cooked for him to guess a pie. If it's in the supermarket freezer, we got the guy. He'll try to guess a pie, to guess a pie, to guess a pie. What have I forgot Harry, welcome. G'day. How are you? We've booked out the most important boardroom at this whole company for this. Fortunes uh, are decided in this room. <laughs> yep. Empires rise and fall. But today, nothing more important <laughs> yep. is on the table mm. other than can you accurately determine which type of supermarket pie you are biting into? Uh, let's hope so. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Taste and texture alone. Yeah. That were the rules. We're taking out the visual element because yeah. that's a separate. Yeah, yeah. That's a separate skill. One we all decided was a lot less impressive. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, but you have provided to the producers of the podcast during the week a list of approved <laughs> pies. How many was on the list? Seven or something. Seven yeah. or eight. Seven, Seven or eight. eight. Yeah. yeah. I just I, the only reason I mention it is I want to. I I believe this is. So we picked three from that list. Right. It's okay. impossible to really get. I mean, for you to get three in a row, the odds of you guessing it are minuscule. Mm. I'm just framing it for people to be like, oh, is this an impressive skill? I, I believe this is phenomenal if you can do it because people think they can taste a pie. But let's be honest, once, you've, once you're in the thick of it, you can't see the visual cues. Yep. Yeah. You yeah, know, there's a lot it. of subtleties I assume you're looking for. Yeah. Practice during it. the week? I practiced last night. Okay. Yeah. Seven different pies. How'd you go? Seven. Oh, you heard it. All right. I mean, <laughs> if I hadn't seen people sit in that position before and tell us they're amazing at their skill, <laughs> only to then throw a mandarin very hard into the roof. <laughs> Yeah. And 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 yeah. similar situations. I would be I'd be terrified for us right now, but I still think we've got a good challenge on our hands. What are you looking for in the variations from pie to pie? Look, I I couldn't tell you what ingredients I'm tasting or that sort of stuff. It's just I'll eat it. I don't know what's telling me that. That's a four and twenty, or that's Absolutely. a Mrs. Max. I just know it. I've all, had that many pies I, I in my life. I get it. Yeah. Not all great players yeah. are great coaches. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that, that's yeah. a different skill coaching. That's yeah. passing the knowledge on. You just are a natural. To make yeah. it clear, the list was every single available pie in the frozen section at the supermarket. So that we we couldn't get any more. That's true. So I think that's fair. You must get three from three today. That's fine. And because it's taste and texture alone, mm-hmm. blindfold. Is it going to be on like a spoon, or you do like? I get a full pie? Well, we, because I I don't prefer? eat I don't eat pies with cutlery, okay. so I'd like it how yeah, I usually. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I apologise if that was insulting to have a knife and fork in front <laughs> That's of you. Okay. Um, why okay. why is that you don't eat them with cutlery? Because I reckon what makes a good pie is a structure as well. Structural integrity. If it falls apart when you're eating it, mm. that's not, not a good pie. Like a building. Yeah, yeah exactly. If it falls apart exactly. when you go in it. Yeah. If you're sitting at your desk and the roof's crumbling down, you often think, 
I will rate a pie based 50% structure and 50% taste. Structure is huge. Huge. I'm definitely getting that from you. And you think the knife and fork is a get-out-of-jail-free card for a poorly structured pie? Yeah. So if there was poop inside a well-structured pie, it still could get a pie. As long as it had a crunchy, puffy top and a well-held base, I guess it could squeak through. It could still qualify. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, I hope it. these aren't coming in too hot because that's the other risk we yeah, run here. I think I'll be all right. No, I think it should be fine. Harry, pop one that on. on. Oh, it's a one coin coin. It is one coin coin. And it must be all three. Uh, yeah, okay. Correct. All right. Pop it down. One quick question before we begin. I notice you are wearing a sports watch. Yeah. Does it have a heart rate monitor in it? Yeah. Could we get an idea of your heart rate at the moment? Because oh, you look good. very relaxed, but I would love to know what 85. Your... 85. 80, 82. That's good. You look like a pretty fit guy. I'd say your resting's probably around 60, so slightly oh, elevated wow. at the moment, yeah, but yeah. not panicking. Not mm-hmm. panicking. Yeah. But I'd say it's actually just a little bit of extra blood rushing to the mouth, mm-hmm. to the taste buds, priming them. That's yeah. it. Okay. That's it. <laughs> just, just alerting the troops up there, the taste troops. Here we go. battle. Michael, bring us a pie. Here we go. Here's um, the pie guy. Podcast, Mike. Pie is being placed in front of you. The, the very man that Simple Simon met on the way to the fair. Uh, you can, you'll see, you'll feel a plate. Yeah. And then you'll feel a pie. You'll feel a circular pastry s- yep. disc that is a pie. Okay, you may eat. Seem to have a fair bit of crunch in the crust there. Yeah. Structure. It's a um, thin pastry, pretty hard. Just got to get to the middle though. Takes a few bites. Okay, it's fine. Love the live process, mm-hmm. the live chat of the process. To the observer, Harry, it does seem like you've struck the meat. Yep. What is the meat telling your mouth? It tastes very cheap. Okay, sure. I'm going to go a home brand. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want me to name either Coles or Woolies? Or... We'd love you um, Sorry, before you say that, Harry, yep. I... Heart rate. I've just, I saw how you operated your watch before and I've swiped up a few times to get to your heart rate. You're at 92 now, so you've got <laughs> 10 beats a minute elevated from where you were. We'd so like you to confirm Coles or Woolies if that's, um, if that's the direction you're going in. I want to say, I want to say it's Woolies home brand. It's Coles home brand. You know, you know why I didn't get that? Because that's... That's the comparison. I, I would have been able to pick that because the home brand pies are very different taste from other meat. So yeah, if, yeah. I reckon if that one comes out second and I've eaten something before it, I reckon I would have got it. Because pop yeah. it back down. Pop on the it plate. back down. You can have a little look. What we're going to do is we'll bring in another pie. Yeah. yeah. Because at the moment, it's gallant. It's certainly not at orange. At the moment, throwing. Yeah. At, no, not at all. At the moment, you're zero from one, but with a lot of honour. Yes. The display you've put on is phenomenal. You just mm-hmm. haven't been able to kick the goal. Yeah. Let's bring in the next pie. Bring in another pie, please. Pie man. Pie man. Okay, here comes another pie. Same and they situation. They reach forward. Pie is there. Hamish is checking in on the watch again. <laughs> 90. He's done 3,000 steps today. This has been a big day getting down from Sydney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cheapest flight available. Very probably. cheap. He's done 11 flights of stairs. Okay, sorry. Okay. Back to how's the pie. That, how's that pie feeling for you? Um, still early. Still early. Still on the crust yeah. level? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I could also see one of the little logos on his watch was a little pie icon, which is pies per day for the last 30 days, and he's at six. Well, if thinking? I'm honest, I just, I'm really struggling with this one. Okay. Finding it hard to recognise. Appreciate your honesty. What is, um, what's bamboozling you at the moment is the spice mix, the meat mix, the texture, the structural integrity? Yeah, I reckon it tastes, it tastes like a certain pie. Mm. Um, Talk us through your process. Name the name. It tastes like it could be a sergeant's. Right. But it doesn't feel like it could be a but sergeant. But it doesn't feel like a sergeant's. A, sarge, a sergeant's in um, foreign 20s clothing or whatever. Yeah. I gotta go sergeant's. It's the only thing that's come to my mind. <laughs> I'm not happy with that. What if I said it was a female pie? A female pie. Who's married? To perhaps Mr. Oh, Mac. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Mrs. Max? Yes. To yep. Mrs. Max. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Far out. Got an angry Harry here on hands. Yeah. I think we leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> like I think. Okay, now that you know that to Mrs. Max, Harry, what's your thoughts? I'm so disappointed. Take the blindfold. Take the blindfold. Yeah. Please. Yeah, it's a long flight and a fair oh, bit of travel man. for zero for two. I've got one. I've got an idea. As an exciting twist, after we've just had two not quite landing on the money, we've got the other pie in the room. Mm. Speed round. In ten seconds, okay. Mike runs it down. You chomp and and with your mouth full, you have to yell out the name of the pie. <laughs> okay. All right, and exciting. So do I like, have the blindfold on? No, no. no okay. We're just going to do it really fast. So this is what because you've already seen the pie, so it doesn't okay. really matter. You come. So you come this is like at the end of the Olympics, if you like crashed out of the hurdles. Yeah. Just as you're leaving, you pick up a discus and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and fling it just to see if maybe see you were good. Yes. So okay, here we go. go. What is your speed round? Go fast as you can, fast as you can. Three, two, one. Put the pie down. Go. Finally came off. Say it. Say it. Balfour's. <laughs> it's a Herbert Adams. Herbert Adams. <laughs> <laughs> that was exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Harry, we'll get you a token oh. of no value. Please Thanks don't. Very much. Well, oh. you can attribute anything you want, you want to it, but we will attribute no value whatsoever. Comes with no value. It was yep. an honour to have you on the show. I, 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 again, we find ourselves in this similar position. You can mm. train and train, and then you come to the big arena. It can, yep. it can sometimes get the better of you. Never give up. Yep. Keep, you keep pine. We'll keep yep. pine. Cool. That's a, and it's a, I suppose, a long flight home for you, isn't it? Will be, yeah. Mainly well, because we book you on cheap ones and they're often delayed. There will be no catering on the flight. We obviously <laughs> opted that ticket, but you've had three half pies, so you're all good. Hey guys, it's Mike here from the Hamish and Andy team. Just popping in at the end here to remind you that season two of The Remembering Project is out now. You can catch it every Monday, wherever you podcast. Here is a look back at this week's episode where Hamish really tries to maximise his radio holidays. I think I flew around the world at the end of 2007. <laughs> I think that was the year yep. that I went with Ryan, our mate. Yes. The, the day the show finished, yep. we went straight to the airport flew around the world for six weeks and I landed the morning of our first show back. Yeah. So we were a bit tight. I, I, was, I was delayed one day because mm. I had food poisoning in LA <laughs> on the way home and then I landed on the morning we were doing our, our first show. Yes. So when we got back in and our producer Sam was like, all right, guys, you know, it's been six weeks. What are you thinking? What like, have you got? What have you got? <laughs> food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got empty guts and a high level of Gatorade in my system. There you go, guys. New episodes of The Remembering Project every Monday and all of season one is still there if you want to check that out as well. We'll catch you next week. 
Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.